Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Black Girl Flow Podcast. We are welcoming y'all into everything fall, all the good vibes. It's getting cozy out here. I can hear the holidays, the leaves are changing colors, and we just love that. So I hope y'all are enjoying all the final days of summer and ready to embrace all things fall. Because we're fall girls over here. But are you a pumpkin spiced iced latte girl why you gotta expose i feel like that's like what fall like true fall girls like that is like in their holy trinity of things that they do during the fall time yeah me on the other hand (laughs) i just like i just like the vibes and i like the state fair I'm a, oh, I'm, that's I'm a, right. I'm like, but I the need more, the fall for the food. The longer I live with you, the more the your love for a state fair really makes sense. Like, I get it. Yo, y'all, Lexi literally has a whole, like, file <laughs> cabinet of notes that she not has for, even. like, Capricorns right it's now. It's not even notes. It's just, like, that makes sense. Like, that checks out. It's just mm. building a reputation for sure. Yes. But we, I am not surprised that you're a fall girly because, yeah. like, I think most chai girlies are fall girlies. It's Because it's true. like, it's just giving, we were already sugar and spice and everything nice. Yes. I'm a chai girl year round. That's exactly. like my go to beverage. But how is fall treating you or the beginnings of fall? Because we really just like inching towards it. We are now in Q3, about to be in Q4. <laughs> of 2022 corporate baddies and actually at my job we ended our we end our fiscal year in in september so this is essentially yeah yeah, right this is essentially q1 for me oh yeah girl i don't even my i know it doesn't even make sense my head's not even there okay so (laughs) let me let me let me just let me just get my head right i feel like i feel like i'm literally watching even though i'm only 23 it feels like Life is going by so fast. <laughs> Y'all, you're watching an existential crisis about to ensue. Life is going by ensue. so fast. I'm like, wait, how are we in September? I know, of 2022. Okay. We were literally reflecting just on Liv's birthday back in San Diego. Yeah. And that feels like ages ago. Like, that genuinely feels like it was a lifetime ago. Yeah. So much is... I think probably it's just when you experience a lot of change, like, life feels like it comes at you quicker versus, yeah. like stagnancy yeah so I think that probably has a little bit of like our perception on what's going on in our life well if we're sticking in the present how would you say Virgo season has been treating you this is my little pulse check my yeah. little check-in your girl is tired yeah. <laughs> I am exhausted and like not in the same I know we like previously did an episode on burnout so if you're experiencing that go check out that episode or if you're in the thick of it and want to prevent that um so it's not even that type of exhaustion of like oh my gosh it's just like I have been telling y'all I was going to be booked and busy for the fall time and your girl is booked and busy right 
So my life, I can usually get a sense about like a month in advance what it's going to look like. So I kind of knew in August that September was going to be the wild, wild west. And it just is. And I'm, yeah. and I'm like, you just got to go with all the flows. Yeah. I mean, Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Girl, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh my gosh, I literally watched a car accident happen today, but it was like a minor fender bender. But I literally, like, it was so, it was so disorienting. Did you you think Mercury retrograde? No, I didn't. But then now that you're saying it now, I'm like, oh, I did watch a. No, I don't think about. I don't think about. (laughs) Blames everything. I think she really wanted to see if I was, if she had made that big of an influence on me that I would think about that. But no, like, dang, they shouldn't have been in cars and technology. No, that's crazy. Watching a car accident, it just, just like a. It's a dystopian thing to see. It feels like the simulation like broke for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, but. Good to hear that your Virgo season is booked and busy, which pretty much means you get that sh- money. But we know you about to be on flights, on flights, on flights in a second. So you're going to get some time, hopefully, to rest in the c- upcoming. I know. But weeks I feel like months. we haven't we really haven't even like seen each other that much. Like it yeah. was a couple it was a couple of days ago that I was like, no, you were busy that weekend. I was busy this weekend. And it's like it's really crazy when the people who you're supposed to see a lot don't even yeah. see you. But you get really thrown off like. Who am I even hanging out with if not my yeah. favorite people? Yeah. People think Lexi and I are like glued to one another, but like we really aren't. Like we yeah. have, we cohabitate really well with each other, mm-hmm. but it's just like, we are not like glued to each other's hip. I do not be seeing her throughout the day. And then uh, one random day I'll be like, yo, you trying to watch Married at First Sight? And she'll be like, bet. <laughs> or we'll just happen in the living room at the same time. Yeah. And most of us, most of the time by the evening, me and you are like glued to wherever we're yeah. seated. Exactly. Seat seated sat but mm-hmm. how has virgo season been for you you're laughing because you already know <laughs> listen y'all virgo season it's funny because i love me some virgos but this season has been like whooping my ass low-key like pinata style since like, the beginning bah, of the month bah, and it's bah. really just like been in all sectors of my <laughs> life to be honest like it's prime i would say the most prevalent sector is financially like it's crazy how the summer is ended and you would think oh like this summer like yeah. would be the time for you to really just be losing cash at, you know bundles of cash but no <laughs> like I've been just whoo in the trenches so I actually feel like my pulse check perfectly like segues into today's episode because today's episode is all about failing forward and if you know me and Lex you know we love to talk about our weekly L's we like to make sense of our experiences that we're you know having as 20 somethings living the life and just like trying to figure it out and I feel like such a huge theme um you know on social media just like within conversations with other people our age is this idea of like how can we how can we be aligned with like the version of ourselves that we see ourselves being yeah but also like get out of the trenches of like making mistakes (laughs) and like taking l's and taking our ex back and doing all the things yeah um and so yeah that's what today's episode is about i'm excited too because i think You're right. Like, we definitely don't want to be a part of the propaganda that creates this, like, illusion of a perfect lifestyle and that it is peaches and cream. Yeah. But then we also don't want to be a part of the, like, 
you know when people are like oh my gosh your healing journey it's all about the shadow work and like makes it super daunting as if like that like your life is forever gonna be difficult from that point on it's like we're trying to find that happy medium of like all right L's are inevitable yeah how we take them is definitely the part of the story that we want to focus on and you're right like it really depends on the sector in your life, like what yeah. part of your life. Cause sometimes some of them be like, cool, charge it to the game. Like I'm not going to take anything from that. Some of them hit close to home and they really shake you. Like, yeah. and I think how we approach that and even how we think about that is important to how we move through life. Cause it's just not always peaches and cream. Yeah. I think with me, when it comes to taking my L's, one thing that I recently learned about myself is that I don't mind failing at something that didn't necessarily have to do with how I acted in a situation. Okay. So for example, like let's say I was talking to a guy and like he ghosted me after I like, I don't know, after I just like said hi or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, like if I was really excited to talk to him, maybe I'd be like, oh, like that's an L or whatever. After I like screenshotted his profile and like sent to my friends, whatever. Yeah. That's like a super like minor minor. <laughs> she like says, could be could low be an L. impact. Low yeah, impact. Yeah, right. A l- super low duper risk, low, low risk impact. Investment. <laughs> yeah, that's just like life. Like so I'm not really like pressed up on those. Yeah, on those kind of situations, but more so things that like are in my control or have to do with my character or how I like perceive myself. Mm. Those are the things that like really get to me. So it's like you essentially you're your own worst critic. Absolutely. Like if somebody else gave you an F, you're like, I don't really care about their opinion. But if you feel like you got an F on yourself, like you're grading yourself, you're like, yeah, time out, sit in the corner. You deserve it. Yeah. And it's just I know that there have just been so many times where I felt like I could be doing more or I just felt like stagnant or I felt like, I don't know, just off about where what space I've been in in my life. Mm. And then when you like try to rush to get to the space that you think you should be in, that's really when shit goes left. Like every time I've tried to force something in my life, everything like the universe like spits in my face and they're (laughs) like, you need to be patient. Oh, wow. Absolutely. She goes, she goes, yes, this is, this is the thing. This is my life. Yeah. Do you feel like you've always had that attitude and approach towards like taking the L's like when they happen do you quickly check yourself and you're like cool I was rushing it I was pushing it I need to be patient or do you think that comes like hindsight after really taking Mm. inventory of like all of the L's being like damn I really should have just sat my ass down that's actually a really good question I feel like I'm like trying to think because I'm such a person that likes to laugh everything off. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh my goodness. Thing that off. resonated with my body. <laughs> that is the realest thing she's ever said, y'all. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Sometimes to it's a detriment to the other people around me, me because Ooh, I just so can't sexy. take <laughs> I just can't take anything seriously. So I'm just like, yeah, like, of course that happens to me. So sometimes when I'm too quick to laugh things off, I'm not actually processing, processing what happened because I'm just like, I'm like that goofy friend that 
when my friends actually know me, obviously, like, you know this, but like when people actually know me, they're like, oh, like, of course that would happen to live. Like, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. So I've just been like, ha, 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 ha. But then without it, actually thinking like, dang, like, how can we av- really avoid this next time? Unless it gets really bad. Yeah. But then it feels like then the the moments that really do stick with you are the KOs. Yeah. Like where you get it to the chin and it's like, knock out, game over. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, since I'm feeling vulnerable because I just love everyone that listens <laughs> to this show that loves We're our all platform. We're all part we of are the, all the Black Girl Folk community If you've here. got to this part of the episode, <laughs> lucky for you because I'm about to spill one of the L's that I took this weekend that's honestly, I was like, I'm going to take this to the grave and then ended up telling everyone to like process. <laughs> so might as well just bring it to the podcast. So over the weekend, this is an example of me failing forward. Over the weekend, I um, decided to host my first pregame. I have never... In the crib, in the brib. Yes. I invited some black girls in North Carolina over the to the house. baddies. There were the Durham baddies. The now. Durham baddies. Yeah, exactly. So Sweet life producers, if you're listening, we're ready. We are ready for our mm-hmm. HBO special. Mm-hmm. We are only going to accept it from HBO. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've never... Growing up, my family never like had people over. I was always the friend that was going to other people's house. So I was like really nervous for other people to come into my space because I'm not someone that's ever throwing the events and so of course for pregame you got to get a bunch of alcohol and set it up real nice and pretty and like get snacks and I you know got all of those things that I felt like I needed had the nice playlist had the girls come over everyone's getting along super well but in the process of me being so nervous I wasn't like really watching how much I was drinking And I was like drinking these like Mike's lemonade, like the fruity ones that you can't really like track where you're at until you're like already there. And so we were all pre-gaming to go to this event in Raleigh. And we essentially ended up splitting up into two different Ubers because there were like it was too big of a group to all do Uber XL. And so one group goes to uh, the event. And one Uber. We should have known from the jump that the Uber kept getting canceled for y'all. Yeah. That should so, have been the first sign. Yeah. So the first group of people's Uber, like they're a- they're able to go. Our Uber pulls up. The- he cancels the ride as I'm in the car, as we're all in the Crazy. car being like, I can't take you guys. I can't take you guys for whatever reason. I don't know why he said that. Um, And like still charged us. This man was just trying to get a free lick, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, and he, yeah, so Ubers were getting canceled. Uh, my friend en- ended up ordering an Uber and we were able to start going, but literally y'all, like, I just remember just resting my eyes in the car because it was such a far drive. It was like 30 minutes and I was chilling in the back seat, sandwiched between two of my friends. And all of a sudden I just start yakking okay I start throwing up as we're five minutes away from the uber I mean from the event and I'm just kind of like spit for the rest of the night I literally had to call Lexi to come and get me from Raleigh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had to call Lexi to get me from Raleigh because no uber was gonna let me into their car looking like a hot mess like there was like throw up all over me I'm sorry for those that are like super visual but yeah it was a really bad situation. And um, 
Lexi, MVP of the night, honestly. But from that situation, I was just like really beating myself up all weekend because I'm not the person that's ever in those kind of vulnerable situations. I'm never the person that like is really needed to be taken care of or like slows down a group, especially if I'm the person like hosting the event. And so I was just like, it's just so embarrassed. And it was with girls that like I hadn't really been able to hang out with as much so like I want them to see other sides of me before they like (laughs) see me at my worst and so I was just like really embarrassed and stuff and I think from that there was so much learned obviously (laughs) but I think that that's like a perfect example of something that happens in your 20s that you just kind of have to you know really learn how to for one pace yourself for one like not not cloud your anxiety with other substances to like make you feel you know looser or anything like that like maybe it's just best to see it through and like (laughs) not like there's just so much that I learned from that situation but I think that that's a perfect example of yeah just like learning how to reshape your L's and learning how to like figure out how what did we get from this situation was it all for nothing was it all for nothing now i cannot smell and i re- alcohol without <laughs> gagging i swear i'm gonna be sober for I the rest re- of my life <laughs> i really you know applaud you for like even taking the time to like think about what you took away from it because everybody around you was like yo you're good like it's fine everybody but- <laughs> everybody's been there like and she, I almost think it was worse because she was like she had this look that was like yeah that's I know it's fine but not for me and y'all I don't know how this girl woke up the next morning chipper chip her literally chip her. I was literally working on the weekend and I thought she was about to be like out for the count and this girl just like bopped up out of bed just being like oh but I think it's weird remembering you, everything say, you like tortured yourself enough that I was like I think that was your own version of a hangover yeah I'm just like replaying the event and we all know anxiety is real so it's like replaying the event and so then everyone kept being like texting me being like is live good like is live okay and i was like yo she's like physically fine but then i was like mentally mentally she's in the trenches (laughs) because i was literally like yo like ain't no freaking way y'all it was it was so bad like there's no way i can explain it to make it sound but i thought it was really interesting when you did say that you were like i just expect more from myself and i think sometimes we do get in that phase of like when we're really trying to like live into this lifestyle and like make big changes, uh, something like that, that really is like, honestly, truly, like, it's just the, it's just a reality of going out. Like sometimes you overdo it. Sometimes you just get in situations that you're like, Oh, this is just not ideal. Not every time you go out with friends is going to be perfect. It's, that's just the nature of it. But it's like, because you're trying to strive for all these other things, that little hiccup feels like a gut punch. Cause it's like, dang, like that's not what this was about. Like that's not what we're on. That's not what we're doing. And sometimes that can really, that can sometimes set people like all the way back. Yeah, exactly. Like be like, why am I even doing this? So the fact that you're like, but it wasn't for nothing and we're able to take a step and like one for the books that we're not going to read often. But like, I think that's a huge example of what we should be doing is that like, it's not a 
woe yeah. is me forget all of this like it's everything a, is a lesson yeah everything is a lesson and like sometimes there will be situations where it's like again you're not going to be the person that's responsible for the l yeah. and someone else is gonna like force the l upon you yeah but there's always going to be something that we can get from it and i just think the moral of the story is don't be too hard on yourself and yeah. enjoy the lessons and enjoy the present time that you're in because we only have the now so it's like be kind to yourself be gentle with yourself and as i'm saying this i'm literally gonna have to replay this back because i am a queen of being hard on myself we are and um yeah it's just you gotta listen to uh mary j blind which, fine, 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 <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Stop. <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. That's my go-to. Um, okay, so I think that that kind of brings me a lot to how I see failure. And yeah. I do think that, like, I am a very competitive person. Mm. So, like, failure and losing is not, has on never really set, set well with me. <laughs> it's never on the menu. <laughs> We don't do that. I don't want this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even if we're losing, we're winning, like, mentality. Yeah. So I definitely know there are. <laughs> yeah, even if we're losing, we're winning. Like, there's definitely a lot to unpack there, I'm sure. But I think I do want to live a life that is not scared of failing. Mm. And sometimes I do see that seep into some people's mindsets. And like I, my example is really just about like how that mindset can seep into your love life Mm -hmm. and, um, and how like we really do have to like dispel that. And I work like for a a job that's super cliche about failing, but I think it's actually really helped seep into other parts of my life. We're very much a part of the like we take a lot of innovation and entrepreneurial models to apply it to nonprofit work, yeah. but it's all about failing forward. Like it's all about doing small acts of change, like doing small tests before you scale big, because you're going to learn more along those ways than if you just try and take a bite out of something and it's, you know, you don't have the capacity to handle it. So I think that was like, oh my gosh, yeah, we shouldn't be scared of risk. We shouldn't be scared of failing. So even though I'm competitive, I think those kind of small things, like you can learn so much about yourself along the way that then, you know, you're ready for the big things. And I mm-hmm. always say that, like, you have to try things small because imagine you have to work up the stamina and muscle so that when it's time to take a big step, a big leap, a big risk, mm-hmm. you have the capacity and already the awareness that if it goes wrong, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. So I remember being at brunch one time with some of my girlfriends. This was like a couple of years ago and we were all single and I very much had a reputation while I was single, y'all. I know I'm cuffed, baby cuffed, but like when I was single, I was not ruthless, but like I was just really good at being single Mm -hmm. and I wasn't looking to get like in a serious relationship or anything like that. So all of me and my girlfriends were single and we're talking about dating and, you know, a lot of people are like, I'm all about intentional dating. I'm all about this. And I just say this thing and it literally shut everybody up at the table where I was like, honestly, like I'm willing to be heartbroken. Like if I'm dating, like I'm dating to be heartbroken. And they were like, what in the world? Like you're wilding. Like what? Everybody is actively trying to avoid getting hurt in relationships. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, let me spell this out for you. I was really getting at the root of it. I was like, 
if I'm not at risk for being heartbroken, I'm not giving my all. And I was like, and I don't want to be in a relationship that doesn't have the capacity to fail in that way. And I was like, and even if it does, if I know that I gave my all, then I know I'm learning more in that process than, than just kind of half-assing it, you know? Which seems bonkers because like most girls like, no, and we, that's how we do it. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to be vulnerable with you because you might hurt me and all this stuff. And I'm like, all of that risk aversion prevents us from just putting it out there, being our whole selves. Mm. So then fast forward and obviously they were like, Lexi, you're bugging like, you know, queen of hot takes, things like that. And so then fast forward and I meet my mans, right? Mm. And I remember being in the car, not with one of my girlfriends that was there at that brunch. And I was literally like, this man could break my heart. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how deeply I feel like that's how I was like, oh, this is really for real, for real. Like putting it into action, putting it into action. And I was like, and I have to be okay with not squirming from that. Mm -hmm. That like when it really gets real, when we start to see the risk, it's like, actually, I'm going to continue to step into this, even if it has the potential of like crumbling, hurting me, like all those things. I know that I've done it with a level of integrity and I know that I'm going to be okay at the end of the L. It's like, sometimes that's the talk we have to give ourselves instead of the like, what was me when we're experiencing failures? Like we're going to be okay. Mm. And we're going to, and we know that we move in life with a way that we think is highly reputable and has integrity and is grounded and is desiring of this, that it's like, it's inevitable. You just got to take it and keep moving through it. And so that was like the one thing that I was like, yeah, sometimes we have to have a mindset that's okay with that, knowing that that's a part of the good things that come to our life. I love that. I love everything about that. And you know, I'm a hopeless romantic and I've always said, if you you are about to be in a relationship, if you want the love, the greatest love in your life, like everything at some point is going to come to an end and you're going to have to experience that heartbreak. Yeah. Um, whether, you know, y'all make it to the end of the road together or it just like ends prematurely. But like, that's always been a concept that's been in my head. And that's why I'm always like, ah, I want to meet my husband. Like, but what if I met the perfect person and we only had like six months together because yeah. of whatever the case may be. So I completely agree with everything that you're saying. It It's almost sounding like if you aren't taking risks, then to like to get to that better lifestyle, then you're not going to encounter the L's that are going to make you stronger exactly. to like, you know, get to that future self. Like you're exactly. not just going to wake up as your future self. It's it's exactly. going to take some trial and error. It's going to take some getting your hands dirty, mud on your face, mm-hmm. all of the things, unless you want to take the safe route and literally stay inside. Do not interact with anybody. <laughs> do not see the world. Do not do turn your anything. phone off, turn the TV off, literally yeah. all the things. But I think, without all of our failures, we couldn't sit here and not just tell the stories of when we encountered those, but then hindsight, you being able to say, I saw it time and time again. And now I have this overall big picture and me being like, wow, I've lived into this in that way. It's like that. Those are the stories that we need to be more authentic about telling because those are the ones that really keep us accountable and just really grounded in the life that we want to live, not just for ourselves, but for everyone around us. Because she's going to be all right. And she going to be all right. (laughs) 
Well said. Well said. Well, we want to hear from y'all how you've taken your L's. What's your bounce back game look like? All right. And we're going to, y'all can share with us on all of our social media, or you can drop a comment in the YouTube channel to tell us a little bit about those. Um, because our bounce back game, we need, we need some energy. We need to see how y'all are out here. And we are so grateful that you guys join us on another episode. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Love, blessings. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. All right, that wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.